0: hey guys welcome to everyday alchemy I'm your host Terry alongside of me you will also be hearing from my community and other everyday people just like you sharing their stories tools and magic to help expand your consciousness and alchemize your life ah. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I am back and I'm really excited to talk about today's topic, which is all about scalar energy. Now, there's a lot to cover in this episode, so let's just dive right in. Okay, so as we know, atoms are the building blocks of our physical world, of all matter, our reality. And if we zoom in on these atoms, we would see that they're made up of subatomic particles like protons and electrons and quarks. But if we keep zooming in on a really quantum small level, we don't find any solid particles because matter at its core, at its quantum level, is just a manifestation of energy, of light, And as Einstein puts it, mass and energy are both but different manifestations of the same thing. So when energy becomes sufficiently dense, it transforms into matter. The difference between matter and energy just depends on their vibration and frequency. So yeah, everything is energy. We are made up of energy. And in fact, in 1974, it was discovered or rediscovered by a German biophysicist, Fritz Albert Popp. I love that name, that all living cells emit a burst of laser-like light. Now, this light cannot be seen by our eyes, but it is detectable through like a super sensitive device. So this light is absorbed and stored in the cells and in our DNA. So just this concept alone, I think, is really, really cool. It's just another example of how it is that we are light and that light is found in the DNA of our cells, in our physical dense bodies and not on the energy level or energetic level. Now as we also know our reality is composed of electromagnetic energy. Electromagnetism combines two forms of energy, well I hate saying that because really at the core it's the same energy, it's just Different expressions of the energy. So that is electrical and magnetic energy. Now, electricity is generated by the movement of electrons in an atom. The flow of electrons gives rise to a magnetic field where the magnetic field can also produce an electric current. And yeah, like electromagnetism isn't actually just, it's not two different energy phenomena. Like electricity and magnetism. They're actually ultimately one or unified as magnetism is the dielectric field. Magnetism is just the word that we give to dielectricity when it loses energy. It's kind of like, you know, like um, just as ice is the word that we give to just really cold water, right? Like ice is just a different form or expression of water. Ice and water is the same thing or ice, steam, and water is the same thing, right? It's just different expressions of the same one thing, water. But anyways, electromagnetic energy is everywhere and it's all around us in our phones, our ovens, it's in light from the sun, or when we go and get an X-ray, our body is electromagnetic. Like each cell forms its own electrical energy and magnetic field. What's really cool is our heart is also a really strong electromagnetic center as it radiates a thousand times more energy than any other organ or even the brain. In fact, the heart's electromagnetic field can be detected up to six feet away or outside of the body. That's really, really cool. But here is where we take the concept of energy forms a little deeper. And I'm gonna tell you that there are other types of energy that exist too. So there's electromagnetic energy, and then there's the subtle electromagnetic energies. And then beyond those is what's known as scalar or zero point energy. So there is a broad spectrum of electromagnetic energy. Like it basically consists of just different types of light or electromagnetic radiation, within different wavelengths and frequencies and energy. So there's the radio wave then the microwave and the infrared wave. Then there's visible light, which is the light and colors that, and energy that our eyes can detect detect and see. And then going down the spectrum, we also have ultraviolet. We have X-ray and gamma radiation. But it keeps going, this spectrum. It goes into subtle electromagnetic energy and then beyond into scalar energy. So at one end of the spectrum, like where the infrared and microwave and radio waves are, these are low energy, long wavelength and low frequency energies. Then up the other end, like where ultraviolet and X-rays and gamma rays are, they are high energy short wavelengths, and have high frequencies. But let's move on to the energies that are even beyond the spectrum of gamma rays. And though it's generally invisible, subtle electromagnetic energy can actually be detected and measured. But because of how fast it manifests, or how high of its energy and frequency it is, it isn't measurable in the same way that other energies are. Now, subtle energies are not anything new, by the way. (laughs) In fact, many ancient cultures have known and worked with these subtle energies over thousands of years. Um, It's been known as qi or ki or prana or pneuma, just to name a few names. And it has been used in many ancient and indigenous healing systems, like in Chinese medicine or in the Japanese practice of Reiki. But if we go further behind the power of these subtle energies, there is what is known as scalar energy or zero-point energy. So in the 1800s, Scottish mathematician James Clerk Maxwell first proposed the existence of scalar energy when he developed equations that linked electricity and magnetism. But it was actually good old Nikola Tesla who made the definitive discovery of scalar energy. He called it a primal force in which he deemed it or or termed it as radiant energy. Now, in I think it was like 1899 or, or close to 1900s, he demonstrated how scalar energy could be harnessed freely from the cosmos to light up lamps that were 25 miles away from the tower that he had used to wirelessly transmit scalar energy. And you may have also heard of things called Tesla coils. Now Tesla coils are also what manifests scalar energy. It's this scalar energy that generates or manifests free energy. And where we can see things like quantum phenomenas and like quantum entanglement or instantaneous action at a distance at play. Now, scalar energy or scalar waves do not possess electromagnetic properties and have no measurable frequency, nor can we perceive it. Therefore, it defies detection by any presently available scientific instruments. And I do want to just briefly mention this too, like even though it's sometimes called uh, scalar waves, it's actually been, well, technically misnamed. Technically, scalar energy or scalar scalar waves do not exist in a waveform. It is not a wave of energy. It's not waves of energy. It's pulses in the ether. And how fast it travels, quote unquote, because it's not... It's not traveling, but let's just use that word. How fast it travels is actually just the rate of induction. It is not a wave of light particles or photons all traveling faster than the speed of light. It's not that. It's pulses in the ether, refractions and compressions of the ether being induced at a different rate or speed. And according to Dr. Valerie Hunt, scalar energy does not flow like waves, but it does occupy space and it fills its environment like a field with the energy expanding outwards in circles. Nikola Tesla also demonstrated that scalar energy moves or manifests in vortexes where as electromagnetism waves propagate in sinusoids. So yeah, basically we have two categories of energy or of light, electromagnetism and scalar energy. So scalar energy is everywhere. It is in everything and is even present in the vacuum of empty space. Yes, that's right. You heard me. The empty spaces between cells and atoms even. And this seems inconceivable, I know, like for empty space to contain energy like potent energy but in an experiment done by Dr Harold Puthoff it was discovered that there was an infinite amount of potential energy within the vacuum space like in a place in space where no such energy should technically exist and this energy of the vacuum space is also what has been deemed or termed as zero point energy so scalar energy zero point energy. But yeah, scalar energy behaves differently in space than electromagnetism does. And they just, it doesn't have the same penetrating power as electromagnetism. So now I want to talk about how it is that we can utilize scalar energy. You, in fact, do not need a scalar device or access to a service that uses scalar devices. Although they do exist. Like one of my favorite companies that provides this service is called FLFE, Focused Life Force Energy, and I actually met the founder of this company just on a whim years ago. And I've used their services. Um pretty cool. Pretty interesting stuff. Um and yeah, I've linked their website in the show notes if you want to check that out. They also have a free trial too that I recommend, but um super interesting stuff, but we don't need to use a scalar device to access scalar energy because did you know that we, our minds and our thoughts, are actually a scalar tool? Yep, that's right. Our thoughts, our feelings, um, our mind, our conscious thoughts, uh, this is what we utilize, scalar energy, to manifest things into our reality. We use scalar energy and you can intentionally and consciously use or conjure up this energy or access it. Now, scalar energy is emitted by an antenna and then it is absorbed by another antenna. So these two kind of transmitter receiver antennas are necessary to transport this scalar energy. So creating an artificial scalar vortex establishes a resonance, it's then emitted, that energy and information is transmitted across all time and space, (laughs) and then attracts natural vortexes. So you can emit a scalar vortex as you are an antenna. Then the information is transmitted outwards until it is received. So people or situations or circumstances that are attracted to this transmitted scalar vortex of yours, or that are a match in some way to this vortex of yours, will receive the transmitted vortex and then they might reach out to you or maybe in an event or a situation may manifest, which is pretty cool, hey? So to try this out, All you need to do is to sit in meditation. Now, I do recommend having just a basic knowledge or a basic practice of meditation because you want to really calm your mind and really ground yourself and focus on your breath. You really want to uh, detach yourself from the worrying thoughts and fears and just get into that calm, centered space. Then in what you want to do, is you want to think of your intention or your mantra because this is the signal that you'll be sending out. And I recommend keeping it really basic, not specific, because we're going to send that signal outwards and you're going to leave it up to the universe to be creative and and to manifest um, what's a match to what you send out there. So I recommend using the mantra... I am love or I am supported. And all the whilst also feeling the feelings of these mantras. You really want to spend time saying that mantra in your mind and feeling the feeling of that mantra. And you can sit and do this for five minutes or an hour. It actually doesn't really matter how long. It's not the time that establishes the transmission. What matters is you're focused on the mantra and the feeling that you feel. So once you have done that, once you've established your scalar vortex, you can come out of that meditation and then just go about your day. So let it go. Have no expectations or attachments to any outcomes. I almost forget that I have even done it sometimes during the day. And then all you will do is notice what shows up. And now just a heads up. Remember that you have established and emitted an artificial scalar vortex. This vortex's resonance will be received by and will attract other like vortexes. So what might show up or what might manifest will be... I don't know, examples of the ways in which you are loved or which you are supported. But what can also show up are manifestations or things or ways or people or circumstances that can trigger you. So both may manifest. And anything that triggers you, so any situation that comes up afterwards that is triggering for you, that perhaps shows you that you aren't loved or that you aren't supported for example is just showing you is manifesting to show you where you have blockages or fears around the mantra that you established or it'll there to show you where it is you have not given the situation or maybe the person or people involved unconditional love or where it is you have not fully integrated the lessons around it right because if you're s- stating your intention and sending that out there you may receive people or manifestations or situations you sorry you may not receive them they will receive that information they'll receive that vortex and may show up they may reach out they may message they may call you may run into them um, <clears throat> or an event or a situation may manifest that shows you hey you're loved but anything that's that's blocking you from that intention of I am love will also manifest and will also come and show you, hey, you say that you are that and you you are loved or you are supported. Well, in order to actually be that and have more of that, this is what's blocking it. You need to address this. So that's what can happen. This happened to me the other day. I did the meditation and activated a, a scalar vortex in this like specific meditation that I do. And then you guys, the amount of things that manifested in only 20 minutes afterwards was shocking. (laughs) Like I was really shown both sides because my intention was I am love. So I was really shown where it is that I am love or loved. I had so many random people from around the world because this energy transcends time and space instantly message me. Like one friend had had a dream that I came to him and hugged him and was like, I missed you. And he's like, I miss you. Like I had visited him in his dream. And he messaged me only 20 minutes later after he woke up saying, whoa, you just came and visited me in a dream. So there you go. I am love. I am giving and receiving love from across the world instantaneously. Um, What else did I have? I had... Um, this package of like these essential oils that went missing it's been missing for like three weeks the post office couldn't find it all this stuff they didn't know where it was it was gone whatever but it was full of um like love-based oils like lots of rose and lavender and ylang ylang and I was just like I don't know where it is who knows I came out of the meditation and then went straight to my mailbox and it all of a sudden just was there showed up came Came through. Who knows where it had been for the last three weeks, but it showed up. Um, But then I had some situations that were very triggering. Uh, About 20 minutes later happened. And it manifested randomly because the universe is showing me where I have blockages or fears that I am not loved, that I think that I am not loved, right? It's like, hey, you need to look at this. You need to deal with this. You need to dive deeper into it. So, yeah, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. This meditation can be triggering because it's very powerful, potent scalar energy. But either way, it's all a gift to help us consciously grow and expand. So try it out. Try different intentions or mantras. And remember, we're in a very powerful portal of energy right now with the eclipse season here. So, you know, you may wish to further make use of this energy or if you have a lot going on right now then just wait just wait for things to subside a little and you feel a little, little bit more grounded before you try this tool out i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i do actually there's a lot more information about scala that i do want to talk about but it's quite complicated and i might do another episode on it next week or in the upcoming weeks but this is a great introduction to scale our energy and as always please feel free to share it with anyone that you feel called to share it with at this time have a great week everyone bye well that's it for today guys and if you like today's episode please like and follow us on our socials share this podcast with friends and why not leave this podcast a review oh and hang out next for a minute if you want some high vibe laughs (laughs) Why is reading research on electromagnetic radiation so easy? Because it's a pretty light subject.